Paul W. Smith will be here just after Fox News at 6. This is the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome. Kristen Kajawa, Mark Pastoria, and Eric Dorch running the show for us this morning. All right, guys, it is, uh, boy, it's a Thursday. Week's flying by. Days are flying by. Doesn't it seem like that? It's Friday Eve. It's Friday Eve. That's right. God, Thursday morning hits, and we're already on to the weekend. We're on a Friday Eve here. Uh, love that. Of course, credited to Ann Thomas. Now, look, it is the 9th of March, and here we are feeling like winter is really just a visitor at this time of year. But, oh, no, big storm last Friday. Going to have a repeat. Just a reminder, winter is not gone yet. Kristen, what's, uh, you've been tracking kind of the latest on this. What do we have headed our way? Yeah, so I've, I've read that the snow is expected to start falling around midnight on Thursday and continue overnight into Friday morning when the heaviest snow will fall at rates of half an inch to an inch per hour, according to the Weather Service. So it looks like the commute on Friday morning going into the office is going to be less than desirable, but we'll continue to watch. All right, so we'll be tracking that snowstorm as it heads our way Friday night. Now, on to other news. Got a couple of Michigan college basketball teams that are making their way into the Big Ten tournament, Mark. Should be great. Huh? Michigan's playing this afternoon at noon, and uh, they are playing Rutgers. So we'll see what happens there. That could be interesting. Are all these games in uh, where's Chicago. It? They're, they're Chicago. in Chicago. These games are in Chicago. All right, and then Michigan State tomorrow. Michigan, yeah, Michigan State tomorrow. And uh, they were the number four seed, so they got a double bye. That's why they're not playing I see. until. What seed was Michigan? Eight. Eight. Number eight. Okay, yeah. All right, and then as we always do, we love highlighting accolades, recognition for our state of Michigan. And uh, we've got another one. We've got, uh, Kristen, I know uh, you brought this one to us. Yes, Jeff. Michigan is home to the third most popular tourist attraction in the United States. Can you guess what it is? That's amazing. I don't know, but it's just, it's got a ring to it. I love just hearing that. Right? Let's take a guess. Come on. Uh, State of Michigan, third most visited tourist attraction. Mackinac Bridge. Hey. That's right. It is? It is. It is. Oh, I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> I just saw Mark looking it up on the website. He's, look at him. I'm sorry. Trying to be all smart and everything, Mark? It is. No. No, it was. It was just, it was ranked third most popular tourist attraction in the country. The team at Vacation Site Family Destinations Guide ranks the Mackinac Bridge ahead of some of the most famous tourist attractions in the U.S., like Central Park and the National Mall. So how about that? That is amazing. Right here. And what is the ranking based on? Let's see. The list says it looked at the U.S. tourist attractions with the highest percentage of five-star or excellent reviews on TripAdvisor wow. to come up with a list of the top ten. Very cool. Yeah. That's beautiful, There's nine million visitors a year. That's, wow. that's really amazing. If you look at the full list, it's, it's not only amazing, but you know, frankly kind of surprising. Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, number 10. Epcot, number 9. As you say, the National Mall, number seven. Golden Gate Bridge, number five. Central Park, number four. Mackinac Bridge in Michigan, number three. Wow. Grand Canyon in Arizona, number two. And number one, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in North Carolina and Tennessee. There you have it. Another great accolade for the state of Michigan. We will take it, guys. You know, our tourism industry is so critical to the Michigan economy. Anytime you can get... Uh, Good recognition like that. It's just a feather in our cap and a good thing for our state's economy. 
And lastly, guys, you know, on this theme of spring is nearly here, formally arriving on March 20th, here's a story for you. Trees from Texas to New York this year have begun sprouting leaves earlier than any other year on record. That, according to data from the USA National Phenology Network, a group of scientists and educators that monitors the effects of weather on plants and animals. How about that? Leaves sprouting the earliest they have ever. On record. And by the way, they're not only spreading earlier, but by about three weeks earlier than average compared with the past four decades, according to the record keeping that this group does. Why? Well, the warmer winter weather has led to early signs of spring. Apparently, the milder winter has uh, made it easier for those leaves to make their way out of their cute little buds. So there you have it. You know, Jeff. Early spring can be good for trees and blossoms, but miserable for allergy well, sufferers. Well, they do point that out, right. The article does point that out. We're going to deal with earlier than usual allergies and probably more extreme this year due to the milder winter as well. And not only leaves, by the way, guys, but also that's going to mean that we'll see flowering earlier this spring as well. That we welcome. And I head to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 